This is DJ Crash with KNON Radio, and my name is Jay. I'm speaking with Moon Rebus, who is a cyborg artist. And hi, Moon, how are you? Hello, I'm good, thank you. <laughs> Very good. So could you tell listeners, Moon, um, what you have done in recent years and also what you are doing now in cyborg arts? Well, I guess my main project has been creating the seismic cells. So it consisted in having some implants uh, later in my feet that were connected to uh, online seismographs and allow me to perceive the seismic activity of the planet in real time to vibrations in my body. So if I was in Barcelona, but there was an earthquake in Canada or in Finland or in Japan or in Australia, I would feel a vibration inside the body. And depending on the intensity of the earthquake, the, the vibration it would be bigger or, or less less intense. And yeah, this, this has been my main project. Uh, should I tell you more? Yeah, All well, about? yes. And also what you're doing now, because I've, I've noticed some interesting things on, on your Instagram. Yeah, so for example, recently I became a, a mother. And Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> and during the pregnancy, uh, my partner wanted to get more involved into the process. So we created what we call the pregnancy sense. So I was uh, wearing a, a bell with an ultrasound sensor connected to an interface and then to a phone. Uh, my partner, Kim Kiron, uh, uh, he he had a bone conducted headphones connected to a phone and he could literally call our baby. Uh, and in, in this call, he could hear the heartbeat of the baby and the fluids of the amniotic sac and the blood. Yeah. So in a way, we said that he was digitally pregnant and I was biologically pregnant because he could see that process. And with this yeah. new input, we also created uh, what we call cyborg family concerts. So we actually connected to this sense into speakers and the audience could hear our baby's heartbeat. And then we mixed it with our own heartbeats. And then we created polyrhythms. We're using our body as an instrument. Yes. <laughs> well, it's uh, very, very interesting. And so I've been wanting to ask you, can you still, uh, even without the, the sensors in you, can you still... Uh, detect seismic activity? Uh, it happened uh, just after I took them out. I, I had it for almost seven years. Yeah. Uh, and two years ago, I took them out. And uh, I actually was more scared to take them out than to put them in. Because <laughs> uh, I was scared, yeah, like that everything would change. But I wanted to challenge myself. I keep changing. And this what uh, I thought it could be the most radical thing I could do. I, and when I, I took them out, sorry. Go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, and when I took them out, uh, actually, yeah, it was weird because I thought everything would change, and nothing changed for for a while because I could still feel the vibrations even if my implants were not inside my body. So I had to do like the phantom effect yeah. uh, because I I still feel the vibrations. But uh, after some months, uh, it went away. So now. So now I don't I don't feel them uh, directly. Yeah, I just feel them when I perform. Could it be? Could it be uh, that you had trained your body to be in tune with the planet and evolve 
if I can use that word, uh, that that way? Uh, maybe if I would wear it. Yeah, it's like, it's something that we wonder, no? If you have it like maybe for longer, 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 maybe you would brain, you, it would develop it as something new for your body. And then maybe even you can pass it through new generations. Maybe you modify yourself. Yes. With a new sense. But I think it should, maybe should have been more longer. Okay, but you could you could yeah. you could you could you could ask your baby when she could talk and uh, <laughs> and, and find out <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we will have many conversations. We say uh, as a joke, and maybe he he will sue us when he gets older because actually we we treat him we treat him as a DJ when he was inside the belly. You no, know, we yeah. said <laughs> yeah. he was the he was the heartbeat DJ. So. Exactly. <laughs> Did I hear you say that you you put implants back in when you when you perform? No, it, it's not an implant. I I have it like as a wearable, um, okay. and also I'm collaborating with the fashion designers that they do soft robotics, and we created like a seismic garment, a dress, a dress that inflates and deflates whenever there's an earthquake. So the clothes actually inflate like oh. clothes and deflate so people can actually see not only by with my movement but also with the clothes how the earth reacts so it's like creating a garment that it's alive in tune with earth see and, and this leads me to something else when we many people when they think of technology for transhumanism uh, they think of it as technology yet i you think of it in my view as art or as your connection to the planet or to animals. Am I right? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, yeah, some people think we we are like geeks of technology and actually I'm really bad, no? I'm not the typical person who has the latest phone or who understands very well how technology is because technology by itself, it's not something that uh i'm super interested in i'm not like in the latest gadget or anything it's more the use of it and how we perceive how this use of technology can change or can, can let let you have you a deeper connection with reality i mean yeah for example now that we define ourselves as cyborgs we don't feel closer to robots or to machines but we feel closer to the planet and to other animals i mean for me Perceiving the seismic activity for so many years of the planet had allowed me to know how alive our planet is and to wonder how this, I mean, how is it possible now that we have built such big cities at the edge of the tectonic plates that actually maybe they are very dangerous places to live, no? Like we still need to relearn how to live in our own planet. And also, yeah, we get inspired by the senses that other animals have. Uh, for example, many animals can create light by themselves. Or sometimes what we think it's science fiction, it actually belongs to nature. So it's just having a, another look to what we have around. We call this actually uh, revealed reality. We feel that we don't do vir virtual reality or augmented reality. We feel that we do re uh, reveal reality because there's a reality that exists around us, and by creating new senses, we can reveal uh, a reality that that it's that it's around us. 
I, I don't know if <laughs> I was clear saying that. No, you you were clear. You were clear. And <laughs> what, what what I hear you saying also is that <clears throat> we have five senses, but so many other species of animals have much better senses than we do. Exactly. I mean, and then also we have this perception of the world, but the world is like this because our organs and senses allow us to perceive it this way. But actually, there's many ways of existing and many ways of our of how our planet is. And I find this very fascinating, how you can share the same room with yourself, your dog and a bee that passes by. And the perception that you have of that room is completely different because of the senses that you have. So it's like, for me, being a cyborg artist is to be like being an explorer, how to explore your own planet and how and how different it can be depending of how, of your perception. Agreed. <clears throat> I, I kind of think of Darwinian evolution as just being linear um, and, and, and perhaps that a cyborg artist as yourself wants to look at a, a line that, that improves for humans. What, what, where have we had improvement in our, in our senses and such? Yes, in, uh, in medicine we have, but but am, am I clear on that part? Yeah, um, with, with us, I we don't feel that comfortable with the word improvement or getting better. This is a very that's why we go a bit away from transhumanism. We we like to call each other more transspecies because transhumanism it's very human centered and it's about this about how to improve. But we okay. say that maybe we have a, it's about having a different experience. Maybe for some people, perceiving earthquakes is worse. It's not better. Yes. It's just, it changes your experience. It's not an improvement. It's, it's have a, a deeper connection with uh, other ways. And, and to be better or worse is something very, very personal. All right. But yeah, yeah, it definitely can. It, it doesn't have to be not only artistic. It can uh, this can apply in uh, in your life uh, and how you perceive your life. No, not only in artistic way. Very good. So trans species. Very good. Thank you for, for that. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like it considers. It also considers other species. It's not. It's also like in my art pieces. We we like to. Um, yeah, to have in consideration other ways of living in this planet. No, we not only we are not the only ones here. And in a way similar to your child's heartbeat, the Earth has a beat and a rhythm and a sound and constant. We're in constant peril because of the tectonic plates that are always shifting that you sensed all the time. Exactly. I feel like mm, all my senses are about uh, putting beats inside my body. No, but actually, because um, at the beginning of of where of having the seismic sense, at the beginning I had to get used to feeling all these vibrations constantly because actually the Earth moves a lot. I wasn't. I had to learn because I'm from Barcelona actually, and there not there's not much seismic activity there. So for me, it was like a big revelation. And whenever there was a big earthquake, I thought something terrible would happen, and actually discovered that there's many many big earthquakes also. So it's really rare that something bad happens, no? It's like it's a bit like the other way around, and it allowed me to to know how alive our planet is, 
Yeah. So actually to to perceive this all the time, first I had to get used to it. But then after a while, it's what you said. Like I sometimes describe it that I had a new beat uh, inside my body. Apart from having my heartbeat, I had the earth beat having its own rhythm inside myself. You had an earth beat. I like that. <clears throat> so uh, have you have you ever come to America and 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 performed a um a, an an art piece or a dance dance work? Yes, I actually used to live in New York. Oh, <laughs> I lived, oh, great! Uh, yeah, I lived there for three years, and I performed there. And actually, I also did it uh, on the streets for a while. Uh, also, I've been to Austin. I also performed there. I've been. I did, I've done some talks, and in other places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been to my. Yeah. I love. <laughs> I love it. Well, there. good. Austin is just down the road from us in Dallas. Ah, uh, super. Um, yeah. What so? What do you think is maybe the most exciting prospect for trans species for cyborg arts for for what you're doing? What what is the future or the most exciting prospect? For me, it's a bit like uh, changing. Maybe now it's not, it's not so much, but in the eighties and the nineties, no, when I grew up. Like my even my own vision of technology was like really distant and cold and destructive, no, and all these like bad things that the union of technology could happen to you. But after a while, I learned that actually it's up to us how this union can be, no, and actually uh, to be to creating new senses and having and exploring new um, surroundings in another way, in a deeper way. It can also create in more empathy. It's like knowing that your planet is alive and it constantly moves. It creates more, more empathy and more understanding of, of how it works. Creating a new sense related to an animal. Maybe you can relate more to the animal and create more empathy. Uh, and I think that is a good, <laughs> it's what also we need no, as a society. Uh, to understand better the other species and maybe having more empathy towards them. So I think this is like a good output that we can yes. happen. Yes, I, I agree. Um, uh, we all need more empathy for other species, for animals, for each other. Um, yes. Yes, very good. <laughs> that question um, was actually from a colleague of mine, so I wanted to be sure to ask it. So, um, <laughs> but when, you know, you I, I think I've heard you say that you when we design our own our own senses and our own strengths that this is a basic right we should all have the ability to do hmm. yeah so for example uh in 2010 i co-founded side foundation with my colleague neil harrison and we did basically with three aims one was to help humans to become cyborgs the other one was to promote cyborg art as an artistic movement and the other one was to defend the cyborg rights the right of designing your own organs and your own senses, designing how you want to be. No, we don't. It's something that Neil used to say, no, like we no longer need to wait for natural evolution. We can evolve or we can change ourselves during our lifetime. And this, I think it's very exciting. It's something that maybe has changed with the use of technology. And yeah, and it's it's a right, no, because uh, usually the known, it's very uh, scary. But I think... We need rights in order that this this can happen. For example, the right of not to be hacked, no, to decide who can enter or who, who cannot enter in your own body if you use internet as uh, as a sense. 
Uh, also, for example, in my case, it was inside the skin, but if I had something outside the skin, if someone would pull it, uh, that this could be considered that they would pull something physical, like my arm or like my head, not something like an object. You know, like having having uh, the right the, to protect people who extend their body and their organs. Yes, very good. Um, and for listeners who find this odd, let's remind them that uh, there are many improvements to the body that uh, that were brought forth in the 20th century, such, such as the cochlear implant and artificial limbs and deep brain stimulation and medicine for ADHD and, 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 and again, heart yeah. valves and, and bones and all of this, you know, these are, these are all along <laughs> the same lines of what you're describing. That is improving the body. Uh, totally. Well, it's not about yeah improving. It's more about changing your experience. But totally, it's not about. Uh, for example, I think society accepts to modify your your body if it's for medical reasons, but to, for more experimental or artistic reasons, uh, people still have more trouble to to accept it. But uh, apart from that, also, uh, actually, my body modification was extremely simple. I just did a cut in my skin, a little cut, and I put an implant outside. I think, like for example, for surgery, like uh, plastic surgery, I even more extreme than what I did. No, like sometimes yeah. uh, we forget about it that we've been modifying our body for many, many, many years uh, and everywhere. Like uh, women with corset uh, or like small shoes. I mean, I think we've been, yeah, we've been doing the same, but in with different ways. <laughs> yes. So on my radio show, I play a lot of uh, 80s uh, music, and uh, I've often thought that it's um, it's it brings out in me my primordial emotions and my connection to the planet. And and so um, when when you're wearing um, your sensors. And previously, your implants. Um, was there any uh, '80s music coming from the Earth? <laughs> <laughs> wow, uh, that's so cool! No one has ever asked me that. <laughs> I wish I had a, a straight answer. Um, but uh, what I, it's something that I do. I I imagine the seismic uh, activity like the Earth breathing, like having big uh, breath when there's a big earthquake, but also I transpose this into percussion and I do what I call seismic percussion. So I compose yes. pieces based on the seismic activity and transform these. In, I play a big, an orchestra big drum. And so I, so yeah, for me, maybe <laughs> the, the earth is like a drum bass. <laughs> yes. The, the <laughs> drums are the earth beat. Exactly. Exactly. And one of the things I would like to do, it's not only play solo seismic activity, but also create seismic orchestras and invite uh, an orchestra like people, drummers from a specific place, like for example, Mexico, and rehearse with them all the seismic activity that had happened in Mexico in the last 50 years, for example, and then they could play how the earth had his, his. has been moving under their feet. I love that. <laughs> Do you have a favorite 80s song or two that uh, that is a guilty pleasure? When I have a 
love it. Shit, and now I, I'm the typical that I wouldn't know now. Um, I have a, it just, a name came out, Cindy Lauper, but uh, maybe it's not like the favorite. I have many, like Madonna, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and- Cindy Lauper, so so many. I like uh, 80s music is uh, are great. Yes, like uh, I like also like you know when they mix. Ah, no, I don't remember the name. The like boogie, no boogie, no like. Oh, I'm so bad with uh, saying this. Like this more disco and. I, I don't remember his name. Well, never mind. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. You can always you can always email it to me. So um, okay, perfect. Uh, there was a lot of great Italian disco in uh, in the eighties. Yes, <laughs> it's true. It's close. <laughs> the synthesizer came out. And you mentioned Madonna. You know, and she just announced a, a world tour this year. I know she's coming to Barcelona and she has to perform two days in a row because uh, it 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 was already so packed. <laughs> yes, yes, it's so good. Um, yeah. Well, it's very, very good to talk to you, Moon. And we've been speaking with Moon Rebus. And so where should people go to find out more about you? Uh, yes, my Instagram and also the website, cyborgarts.com. But I guess my Instagram is the more thing that I... I use now, and whenever I do perform or something, I post it there. Good. And last question, Moon. You had, I think, mentioned that you are working towards being more connected with the oceans of the planet. And could you talk about that for for a moment? Yes, I felt like I was. I felt the Earth for so long that I now I could feel the, the sea. I actually grew up by the coast in the, in the Mediterranean Sea, and I've been also very connected to, to the water. I always spend summers there. And actually, with my colleague, we met, and then we decided to have a sense in common, and we decided that something related to the ocean, to the, the water, would it would be nice to feel. And then we learned, actually, we went to, to class and we studied how to to sail on boats and we took the driving license for sailing boats and we learned about the sea. But then in the meantime, I got pregnant. So the, at yeah. the end, we end up doing the, the pregnancy sense. So this is something that is still is still there and on a side. But actually, then after uh, doing the pregnancy sense, we realized that actually our son was inside water for all all the months that he was inside the, um, the belly. Because yes. when Kim was hearing uh, our baby, it was like, it was listening like a river, like a water. So actually we wanted to go to water, but in a way water came to us. Yes. <laughs> See, I've, I've often thought I've often thought that the uh, the ocean has its own life and its own beat, its own rhythm, and uh, I'm, so I'm very intrigued on what you will be doing in the future regarding this moon. So, so hopefully we can connect again um, yes. and and talk more about '80s music. No, I mean water. <laughs> <laughs> and '80s music, you have to th- uh, to show me a lot of that. <laughs> all right. All right. Very good. Um, hey, Bye-bye. I really, I really appreciate your time today. And and can I stay in touch? And and maybe we do this again down the road. Sure, of course. I would I would love to just catch up with you. And so in the meantime, people can find out more at cyborgarts.com. But 
Uh, Moon is saying uh, she updates very regularly on her Instagram. So it's Moon Rebus. Um, <laughs> and and this um, this recording will go on our um, station uh, um, podcast page. And I really appreciate you very much, Moon. And all the best to you and your new son and your new family. And uh, I really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.